another episode of Board Shenanigans. It might be live, it might be nude, or it might be to go. We don't know, we don't care. And as always, I am here by the man who cares the least, the venerable Reverend Brewer. The reason that you have no spell space elevator, and the reason you have to pay for good internet porn. And I'm here with Cody Jeems, who is steadily sliding down the insult evolutionary tree by yet again using Brent as a muse. Uh, you know, whenever fans send insults into this show, it is my obligation to use them. <laughs> Whether they're good or not. I didn't say they had to be good, I just said I'd use them. So, all of you listening well, Maybe out I should there, start doing the show with fans, then, instead. All of you listening out there, do you have a better insult than the last two I've used I've used at Brewer? Send them my way. Do you hate the last ones I've, I've used at Brewer? Send hate mail my way. Do you hate Brewer? Send hate mail his way. <laughs> do you hate the show just in general? <laughs> Send it my way. <laughs> Do, do you hate like what the price of ketchup is nowadays? Send it to us. Do you hate your hair? Send it to us. Do you hate people that are very hateful? Do you hate the fact that we always talk about hate and not enough about love? Send it All right, our send, way. Send, send us a love letter. Oh, yeah. Which I think we've been asking for slash fiction since episode one and have yet to get it. Maybe on the anniversary episode. Which, what? Oh. What do you mean anniversary episode? Why Cody? is this? Is this some sort of radio thing where we segue properly? Oh, well, yeah, why, yes, Cody. There will be an anniversary episode coming up soon. Because because what are we doing? Some sort of weird to go thing to space out to give us one more episode before fifty? I don't know what you're talking about. But who? <laughs> That's right, there, Brew Dog. We are about, we are gearing up for an awesome episode fifty to celebrate one year of board shenanigans. Aw, yeah. You're gonna get to hear the smooth sounds of Big C and Hurricane Brewer coming right at your (laughs) face. But but before you get to hear new content, you'll get to go deep into the vault of of, of vault shenanigans. For shenanigans! That's right, ladies and gents. We we gather the important pieces of the Rogues Gallery from far and wide to recount glorious, grandiose tales. The the type of tales that they write that they write poems about. You can ki- you can kiss your Gilgamesh and your Beowulf to the curb. Yes, you can kiss them to the curb. Nice. We don't know what that means either, but you can do it, and you'll know after shenanigan. Oh yeah, prepare your orifices. We're gonna be there to beat on your eardrums and to fuck your mind, brain, so that you... With our big podcast dicks! (laughs) I made myself laugh with that. Fucking your mind, brain. That's funny to me. Because when when all else fails, just overly describe something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or, or add in extra words that aren't really needed. Well, I mean, that's a long-heralded board shenanigans tradition. Yeah, like, I, I think I used in an email somewhere, like, uh, or something, like, make them make them shit out all the shits. <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of the... I, I, I like, I'm a big fan of the best thing in the history of ever, ever. I'm a big fan of that. Because double your evers, double your fun. That's what I always say. You know, whenever I you know walk into the club, that's what the ladies shout: double your evers, double your fun. Here's some tasty double bit gum. I mean, is that... uh, I'm saying I only fuck twins, Cody. Oh, oh. Or only go to confused. clubs with better pa- twin pairs. You only go on twin night, I guess. Uh, yeah. 
So what do you do if it's a guy and a girl twin? Do you just, like, you know, enjoy enjoy all types of orifices? Oh, yeah, I mean, orifices abound whenever I'm around. <laughs> it's like the worst superpower ever. Like, you walk into a room and immediately all orifices come your way. You're like, oh, God, there's... Pussies and, and mouths and dicks and everything's coming at me. Like, ears off! <laughs> yesterday I saw... I, I guess we're doing the... Wonderful, like, what is wonderful and exciting happened to you? Um, yesterday I, I saw someone I hadn't seen in a while, and they informed me that I apparently helped them out, and I don't remember doing this. Like, I guess I, someone someone was trying to find them, and uncharacteristically like me, I, I went on Facey's face and was like, Oh, hey! this is who you're looking for and go for it. And I didn't remember this at all. And I'm like, yeah, it's one of my superpowers. I can be helpful when no one cares. <laughs> and then I immediately started listing out other unuseful superpowers. Like, well, I can levitate a quarter of an inch above the ground. I can, ex- I can extend the length of commercial breaks as long as I'm in the bathroom. You know, things like that. Get the last little bit of mayonnaise out of the jar whatever, so you don't have to go to the store. Well, and, you know, to thwart Satan himself. No, that's true. So, I mean, come on, man, Cody. I don't even like mayonnaise, and I buy it just to make sure that Satan doesn't get the upper hand. Well, that's what it takes sometimes. Sometimes all it takes is careful condiment purchases to keep the throngs of hell at you know away from your gates or behind their gates really just as long as the throngs of hell aren't near any gates everything will be all right what you now what you have to look out for is the thongs from hell oh lordy which am i right gentle or, or maybe ladies i don't know ladies aren't all thongs from hell i mean yeah you do it they, they just strap you down they 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 come up your unsuspecting creases you call them legion for they are many <laughs> uh, sure why not <laughs> It's definitely some sort of the Faustian dilemma, I'm sure. It's like, I made a contract with Sexy, and now I have to wear this. Anywho, this is not at all what we're here to talk about. But we managed to find a way, just whenever you thought you could get a board shenanigans episode without fucking around at the beginning and complaining about thongs, we managed to find a way. Indeed, because I I know that's the that's what I come here for, Cody. That, that's what I come here for. What do you come here for? <laughs> Uh, generally, generally, it's the uh, good-natured humor, and all of their fans are lovely, lovely, sexy fans, which, as we have established many times, only good-looking people listen to Board Shenanigans. So all of you out there listening, take a minute to bask in your own glory. Oh, yeah. Mm, oh, I, I see you over there. Oh, my, my, are you looking good? Oh, but but you. Oh, what, what is that? That's, that's a really lovely tank top. I'm, yeah, that's, that's real nice. Hey! Hey, you, those are some great shoes. Wow. I see you I see you there listening to us in the tub. Bubbles strategically placed all around you. I see it. Oh. And I'm okay with it. In fact, I approve. Comb that hair. Oh, man, that's... I've never seen that hairstyle before. Man, you're setting a trend there, aren't you? Drive mm. that car. Drive it. Take it right to its destination. Oh, go now- up and down that tunnel's <laughs> long length. Now, gently apply, apply the brake as you come to that stoplight. Mm-hmm. Oh, and when you come to the stoplight, I mean, you oh come God, at the stoplight. Oh, my God, coming to the stoplight. Well, that is, a, mm, 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 that is an attractive fellow right there. I mean, we, we were talking about guys in all of these, right? Well, that's what we do is we compliment, we compliment our male listeners by how good they look because all of our female listeners they already know. know how sexy they are without us having to pander to them. Oh, yeah, I mean, come on. And, and plus, you know, it's considered sexist and creepy if we make... You know, if we say how good a woman looks, but if, you know, if we imply it's a woman, but then say at the very end it's a guy, that makes it funny somehow and, and, and less wrong. Deception. We're doing, doing our best here. Deception. The sheer way to fight racism. 
Uh, <laughs> wait. The, the one sh- the one surefire way to stop pedophilia? I'm sure. Like, since we're making outlandish claims. <laughs> Fortune Aggie, we protect your children. <laughs> Fortune Aggins, uh. we clean your underwear. <laughs> Fortune Aggins, we're the ones that come in at night and tangle up your cords. Fortune <laughs> no, no. Aggins, keeping your beer cold since the beginning. Is this some way t- for you to say we should move on because your beer is getting warm? <laughs> no, but I did say that at the beginning of it so I could get him to start recording, which is probably recorded and you might hear the sound drop later. Well, now it's gonna have to be since you've titillized them with it so much. Can we get started? My beer's getting warm. So, speaking of tits. Like, speaking of tits, yes, but also, uh, speaking of tits and rants, and we're not gonna rant about tits, we don't rant about tits here, we love tits here, we're (laughs) Staunch supporters of tits. We'll, we'll do TitCast later. We will. But what we are what we are here to do is uh, Cody's got a rant. And Brewer's going to interview him about said rant. Pretty much. So we're going to go for a little bit of an interview sort of thing here. I've basically got a soapbox. So stay tuned for Soapbox Cast. Greetings out there, all you listeners. I am Ryan Brewer, and I am here with Cody Jeems, who has an issue with the state in which firearms are being displayed in America. Cody Jeems is a longtime supporter of firearms. He is also an electrician and fancies himself as a poet. His many qualifications are as he was a one-time cowboy action shooter and member of the NRA. So, um, <clears throat> Cody Jeems, first start out with what your topic is. Well, th- thank you, Ryan Cronkite. Um, so, for those of you not in the know or hadn't been listening to the news or whatever, uh, and this is really especially applies to Texas because it's the state in which we reside and this is where most of my rant is going to come from. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anyway, the current state of the law as it reads is open carrying a firearm is acceptable if it's a long gun, which is anything that's not a handgun, which if you don't know the difference, long guns, anything over... Anything that can be fired with two hands generally defines a long gun. I mean, you know what a fucking rifle or shotgun is. Anyway, that should get you there. If, if you're confused at this point, refer to Wikipedia, refer back to here. Now, it's the display, like, in Texas, it's legal to display a long gun openly as long as you're not disturbing the peace. Is the basis of how the law reads. Now, how do we define disturbing the peace there, Cody? I mean, actually, some people might just, you know, be, be all uptight and be, when they see a firearm, they're like, obviously the peace has been disturbed. It's actually supposed to be up to the officer in, that's called out to kind of interpret that, and then obviously if they take them into custody, then they'll get go through the entire due process thing. But in general, it's kind of up to the... Up to the officers. So I would imagine if you're strolling down the street to your neighbor's house and you've got it slung and you aren't waving it around and it's pretty obvious you're just going down to Joe's house, then it's probably fine. But if you're walking, walking hand on the trigger, like sight, you know, aiming, aiming it in a direction, I can definitely see there being a problem. So you're probably not going to, it's not going to go as easy on you. It's just the rough estimation. Hmm, I, I see. So, with that being said, what is what is the problem? I mean, can't everyone just figure this out on their own? I mean, isn't there isn't that what we're at with this? 
Um, my major issue with it, and I'm going to, I may rant here for a minute, but my major issue is, is, well, okay, I guess before I can go with my major issue, I have to, I'm being interviewed, and by God, like all great people being interviewed, I have to go on another direction. Now, that being, like, that being said, personally, me, as my own fucking opinion, not as what the law reads or not as anything, as a professional podcaster, my opinion is as such, as it usually is. The ownership of a firearm should just allow you to carry it however you want to, is the way that I think the world should work. I think carrying around a firearm should maintain no difference than a woman walking around with a purse. I don't think it should matter. I really, truly don't. And it doesn't matter to me. I think you should be allowed, like, by, by purchasing it and passing that background check, whatever, however, wherever you want to carry it, you should be allowed to carry it. Now, that is the world I want to live in. That is the way that I wish the world worked. But I understand it doesn't work that way. Yes, but Cody, purses don't kill people. Obviously, you've never tried to lift my wives. Why, just why, just the other day, it, it nearly killed a small child when she dropped it. So stop assault purses and high... Stop high-capacity and assault purses. They're the real detriment in America. <laughs> anyway, so, what, what is kind of... What is, uh... Now, all that, all that out of the way of me, what I think as far as legalities, what, the way that the law is currently being interpreted is there's several groups, and I, honestly, they make the news on a fairly regular basis, that are trying to get, and it's, in, statewide, they're trying to pass open carry, which, you cannot open carry a handgun in this state, which just means a prominent display of a handgun in a hole, you know, in a holster or whatever. As long as you're not waving it around, that would be the way that it would go. Open carry, is really not is not legal in this state outside of long guns, and they're trying right now to pass it where you can open carry a handgun. Well, part of the, there's certain groups, there's you know open carry Texas, and there's several other groups that are currently going out and staging protests, as far as which I'm sure you've all seen these on the news. They're go, they'll go to various places and display their and display their firearms, and you know have like a little rally or whatever, and to, tr- to try and promote the cause or to protest the current laws to try and push open carry to get passed. And that's where I'm really having the major problem with this. Th- this has been going on, and this is not a news. This has been going on f- prominently in the news for, I think, a year is a fair estimation. I know, I, I think that's a very fair estimation of how long this has been going on. I have a really, really big issue, and I've tried with all my might to give it time and to let it gestate and to, like, let it grow and see how things work and... I just, I can't get past it anymore. I feel like I have to raise my hand and yell bullshit a little. So what what I'm kind of getting at is I feel like, as much as it hates me to say it because I hate disagreeing or opposing any Second Amendment movement, I really think the guys that sit up, go out and open carry prominently in restaurants or in rallies and those kind of things, I think they're doing it wrong and I think they're making every responsible gun owner look bad. Plus the fact I think they're tanking their own cause as far as trying to get open carry with a handgun passed in, passed in this state. The big, the biggest reason, and and let's let's get past the legalities for a minute. <clears throat> yes, of course. <laughs> there is a handgun seriously exists for practicality purpose. Now, I I really really see no practical reasonable reason as to why you need to carry a long gun to go grocery shopping or to go fucking whatever to go to go on a roller coaster. I see no reason. Not from the as- not from the aspect of should it be legal or not be legal. I'm just talking about like being practical here, because you've got this, you've got something you're carrying. 
You have to manage it. Not to mention the fact of all the awareness of your environment. And, you know, you're trying to get the fucking waters off the bottom shelf in your grocery cart. And then you've got your fucking AK across your back or your deer rifle or whatever you're carrying. You've got that to deal with. I mean, or you're going to try and go and sit down and have a burger. And you got to put your fucking... Gu- I got to put your fucking gun over there. there. There's no reason in it. Like, handguns seriously existed because Arthur J. Handgun, or which whoever person legitimately decided to take a firearm and make it into a pistol, whoever decided to take it and make it smaller, was like, you know what, I really want to be able to carry something to protect myself, but by God, I don't want to heft around this big bastard. And... That's, that's like, the farthest, the... I, I had that same problem with my penis once. Yes, I understand. <laughs> Sometimes you need something a little smaller you can actually carry around. Yeah, but I, I definitely have a major issue with it, because it, it's not even... You're asking such an unreason... You're raising such an unreasonable request. Like, and, and I know I hate hearkening back to the olden days. I hate being that guy, but I'm going to hearken back to the olden days for a minute. Now, I realize that in most re- in, mo- in a more realistic setting, I don't think most people in the Old West era own multiple firearms. But if they did, they generally kept their rifle and or shotgun on their horse while they walked into town and they carried their handgun on their side. Or, even newer, even in a more more reasonable time period, I, whenever, if you was in the you know ni- 1920s and you carried around your shotgun in your truck, in the back of your truck, and you had your pistol on your side that you could go into wherever, go into town and get your mail. That's that's reasonable. That's totally reasonable. That's why a handgun exists. And a handgun is an open carry option. is totally fine, and I have no qualms about it. I really don't. But I have major qualms with people walking into a place, and not, not to mention multiple people walking into a place, open carrying a long gun in a completely unreasonable unreasonable environment. I, I just I, I don't feel like that's the place for it. Is there any particular place where you would consider a long gun the appropriate thing to carry? That is obviously not running around in the field, like hunting? The way that the law reads, and I think that's one of my major problems with this, is I feel that they're overstepping and trying to push into the gray, gray area the way the law reads to try and get their own agenda passed, which, okay, that's what protesters do. But I, I feel like, okay, so yeah, obviously if you're out, you know, bird hunting or you're shooting skeet in your backyard or whatever the fuck you're doing, you should be allowed to carry that, and that's fine, but... I don't think there should be an issue if you're carry if you've got a long gun over your shoulder and you carry it from you know you're going down to Chad's house and you want to show him your new gun or you put a new scope on it. You know what? If you're not if you're just hoofing it down there, I see no problem with that. Or at a gun show, I see no problem with that. But at a restaurant, I I I don't think that's necessarily. Yes, it should be legal, but is it practical? I mean, just because it's legal, just because it's okay, doesn't mean you should do it. I don't necessarily know that I agree with that. I, I again, it should be legal, but you it, owning a firearm comes with certain scrutinies. I mean, let's face it: if you own a firearm, we're all in we're in the minority here. Like, there's fewer of us that own a gun than that don't own a gun. And there's even fewer, uh, and then there's, like, of those people, not everybody understands it. Not everybody understands the responsibilities involved. Not everybody takes it as seriously as they should. And I don't think, I think you have to be a firearm owner to understand the scrutiny that it comes, that comes with that. So, those things being said, do you really need to walk around giving people that are opposed to it socially, politically, religiously, you know, whatever, do you really Sexually. need to, that, that too? Do you really, really need to give them any more reasoning 
to, to like demean you or to scrutinize you or to pass laws against you. Do you really need that? No, especially when you're trying to push to get something like Second Amendment related forward to actually get away from an unreasonable law or from an unnecessary law. How would you propose going about then uh, getting this passed in some sort of public manner? How would you raise awareness to the concept of open carry for handguns? I think that you could easily walk around and have... They make... One of the things they make for training, especially when it comes to, like, CHL holders and people that are in a defensive situation, they make these really, really cool replica guns called blue guns. And they're the same weight, the same size as whatever specific firearm they are mimicking. But they're blue, and they're obviously fake. I think that would be a cool way to go about it, because you could put it in the same holster. I think that would be a fair point. Or there's the good old passing out pamphlets. Or even even if you want to display a firearm, you could always... As much as I hate to say this, because I really, really oppose the term of assault rifle and machine gun and all that, all those hot button words that have been shoved down everybody's throat where everybody know, everybody thinks they know what it means or whatever. As much as I hate saying that, I feel like if you could pick maybe a less easily scrutinizable firearm, like, I'm, I just have a harder time thinking that people would freak out as much if you were carrying, say, a C, like a CNR, which is, you know, collectible and, or curio and relic firearm. So, like, if you're carrying a black powder, like, you know, Hockett, you know, 54 caliber Hockett rifle or something like, something that Davy Crockett would carry, you know, like, you'd be like, oh, it's just a fountain, it's just a, you know, mountain man enthusiast or something. So I, you're I, saying something like an antique opposed to an M1. Like a cap and ball thing, not a... Right. I feel like people would, would have a different opinion. But again, I don't feel like there'd be anything anything wrong with walking around with, I don't know, maybe even a fucking fake one? Like, to put a toy gun on? Or, again, walking around with pamphlets. I mean, I just don't think that'd be an unreasonable request. Like, hey, okay, so say you're going to stage up somewhere. So say you decide, we want to have an open carry, open carry rally somewhere. So say we're going to do it at... Chad's pretty good grocery. That's where we're gonna do it at. So hey, we, so the first thing you would do is you would go up to Chad and be like, "Hey, we want to do this. Is this okay if we do this in your parking lot?" And Chad's like, "Well, hell yes, I love the Second Amendment, and by God, people out there promoting something like this might keep me from getting robbed, and it might, and it would push things. And I believe in this, and I've been a member of the NRA for four hundred years, and you know, blah, my, you know, blah, da, 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 da. He's like, "Oh, so that would be fine." But I definitely oppose the way that some of these guys have been going about it, where they'll, they'll walk into the Chipotle's, or they'll walk into the McDonald's, or they'll walk into the Starbucks, not asking, no requests made, nothing, walking in, carrying whatever their selected firearm is, and then whenever there's some sort of media backlash, because there inevitably will be when people go and permit, you know, go do something like this, they freak out and wave their snake flag that says, don't tread on me, and like, oh my god, Starbucks doesn't believe in the Second Amendment. No, Starbucks is its own fucking business, and they don't want you hoofing around there and scaring their customers. Whereas, if you had gone to Starbucks, if you had gone to Mr. Star and Mr. Buck, and said, hey, can we do this? And they said, well, no, we really don't want you to do that because it's not really our thing. Okay, thanks. Don't make a big goddamn deal out of it because it's their right as a business owner to let you do it or not do it. 
So in other words, if, if the business owner like agrees to the concept, you think it should be okay, but... Right. Yeah, I, I really, really disagree with the, the tactics involved with just showing up somewhere. <laughs> Maybe some sort of clever t-shirt slogan. Right. I, 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 feel like, I feel like those kinds of things could be Free much water bottle. Hell, would you, like, learn about open carry and here's a here's barbecue. I mean, come on, nobody, like, you're going to listen to a guy that's giving you a hot dog? I mean, come on now. Say, say they accomplish this. Say, say, say this protest or whatever does or does not help, but it gets passed anyways. And it leads to, to an open carry state. What does that mean for the world? I mean, then we have all these people still walking around with guns, you know, obviously breaking the, the public peace, right? I mean, does this still infringe upon it the same way it does whether or not, you know, with the rifle situation? Like, so you're walking in to get to Chad's, you know, pretty good groceries, and you have a pistol strapped to your side, you know, of your jeans and t-shirt. And you're getting your groceries and you're leaving with obviously no incident in there that should have warranted the need of it. Does that still break the public peace? See, as if it were passed as open carry is legal, which honestly, what I think will happen, I don't think, I don't think it'll they'll just decide. Okay, especially in Texas, I don't think they'll just decide. Okay, open carry is legal. We're fine now because there's a concealed carry permit in this state. So I imagine it'll no longer be a concealed carry permit. It'll be a carry permit. So that'll probably be what'll shift. It'll be a different little. It'll be different type of training they'll have to go through, but. I don't think it'll affect, I, I think at first, yes, it will be weird. You'll walk in, especially for people that aren't that into firearms. I think you'll walk into a place and you'll see somebody like, oh man, they're carrying a, they're carrying a gun or they're carrying a gun. Like, why do they need a gun in the grocery store? But give it six months or a year and say, on the high side, I would say one out of every 20 people. And I think that's a high number. Uh, would carry, and I don't think I don't think anybody think anything about it. Despite, like, do you think anything when you see a cop with a gun or an undercover cop? I don't. I mean, I'm more curious about what gun they carry because I'm a gun nerd, and I want to know. Like, I like them all, so I, I I guess I don't think there would be an issue. And I, I I am definitely a big believer in the armed society as a polite society. I definitely believe in that. Now. If open carry were legal in this, and even people that do carry long guns, and I, this, this definitely applies in that manner. Just because open carry is legal, I don't necessarily know that it's that good of an idea. I think open carry is a great idea for the concealed carry holder in this state. Because, let's face it, it's summer right now. It's 4,000 fucking degrees outside. We all know it. It's misery. Now, so, can you prove that it's summer? <laughs> at the time of recording, it was summer. If you're listening at the, and it's winter outside, refer to refer to your calendar for to check the facts. But anyway, my God, I'm going to stay in character. <laughs> I, I noticed that, but but uh, one one of the one of the major things that like irks me about it is it's it shouldn't be an issue for a guy that went through and got his concealed carry permit or got his carry permit fine we'll call it a carry permit at this point and he decides he wants to wear it as an inside the waistband holster or whatever the fuck it is like he's he's has it concealed as the best he can but he winds up dropping his keys on the asphalt outside and then his shirt rides up a little bit and somebody sees the grip of his gun that's what the open carry, that's who it's designed around, is the guys that conceal carry in this state that's fucking hot. And it's, man, sometimes you, you do your best, but sometimes your shirt rides up a little, or sometimes your pant leg rides up, or whatever you're doing, sometimes it rides up a little bit, and people won't freak out about it and try and take someone who went through the proper channels and just had a wardrobe malfunction or just had something of that nature. They shouldn't go and, go and be incarcerated for that. Um, but if you are going to open carry, I think 
Like, I, I, okay, I guess I gotta go back to my own personal fucking shit for a minute. I wouldn't open carry, and I'm not saying I'm right or wrong for believing that or thinking that. I wouldn't open carry, just simply for the fact that I think it's a really poor idea from a tactical standpoint or from a strategy standpoint, because if a guy, if someone, if something happens, if you're in a situation and the person causing that situation knows you have a gun, they know all the cards you have on the table, and maybe it, that's not always the best move. For me, it, yes, you can't get to your gun as fast. I'm not going to fight that argument. You can't. I understand that, but... Maybe it's better if they don't know. Maybe the element of surprise might behoove you a little bit. Because, frankly, if somebody walks in with the intent to do something stupid, I think you'd be a pretty big target holding, like, with yours obviously displayed on your side, or they're probably going to shoot the guy that's carrying the rifle first. I mean, it's pretty simple. But also, if you're going to open carry, there's so much situational awareness that you have to be willing to understand and, and like, handle. You know, you have to have a holster that has some type of retention on it. You have to be able to, you have to put the wall between you and your firearm all the time. You can't get it taken away from you. I mean, that's the worst thing that could possibly happen is like, cause then you're no longer in control of it. And that's a major law, that's a major law in this state. You can't get your gun taken away from you. Like you, you, you being the gun owner and it, and it going into the hands of somebody else doing something wrong with it, you are responsible for it. Like you're, you are the one that put it on your side. It's your responsibility. So you can't get it taken away from you. I, I, I feel like there's so much that goes into that, and I'm not disputing its legality. Like, yes, it should be allowed, but man, if you're gonna be the guy that carries around the whatever on their side, you better be able to understand the type of responsibility that takes because it's not just you. It, it you know, concealed carry. There's a responsibility with it. There's a lot of responsibility with it, but most of that responsibility falls upon just the person because so much of it is concealed and so much of it is keeping it to yourself and so much of it is on a personal level. But the minute you put it out on display for everybody, then everybody knows. Everybody's aware of it. Everybody, like, it, you, there's more than just you involved. Like, you know, not everybody knows where it's at. So I, I just feel, I feel like it's a really... It's a really poor... God, it's something that should be legal that I think people should really take a minute... It takes a lot... I'm trying to think of a better way to put this. It's something that should definitely be legal, but it's something that people should understand the responsibilities that go along with it. But, man, as much as... I, I really, really disagree with the way that they are protesting. So if we if we have open carry, right, then, you know, so people are walking around with it, like, as you said, you, it's it's your fault if you get your gun taken away. But, I mean, isn't that a problem that even, you know, even if it's concealed and you have to, you know, pull it out, and isn't it still an option that could be taken away? Or someone, you know, might notice the subtle outline of it and still, I mean, isn't it still an issue no matter what? It, it is, but Especially I think... Especially in a place where it does get, um, <clears throat> as you so eloquently put it, hot as balls. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. It is an issue, but... You can only do so much until they make the completely invisible, no outline showing gun or holster. Until that exists, I, I, I think it's one of those things you're always going to have to fight with. But, I mean, the, and, and I think everybody understands this with any kind of wherewithal as far as firearms go. The minute you, buy, you squeeze that trigger, you're responsible for that round. I mean, you're, and then if you're gonna take, if you're gonna take it from your home out elsewhere, you're responsible for the entire chain of events. I mean, you can do, I mean, you can do the best you can do, but you introduced it into the wild, I guess, for lack of better ways to put it. You, you introduced that. 
So there is a level of responsibility, even whatever the courts wind up ruling it. There's still some responsibility involved. But, you know, with the concealed carry, you then don't know who has a gun, which, as you bring out, could be a tactical advantage, you know, towards you if you need to use it. But then, by covering it up, doesn't it then allow no one else to know if you have it either, for better or worse? Whereas something with open carry, you are then letting everybody know that you have one, and the people that need to know, then know. Everybody knows, so, so they know not to be worried, or who they should be worried about. Well, Whereas when concealed, you know, what could, what kind of nefarious deeds could you be up to with it? Well, I imagine as far as if, if open carry passes and you're carrying it concealed as opposed to open, the same, the same rules would apply as far as, like, police officers, because the rule right in Texas, the rule right now is if a police officer asks you, you must disclose that you have it and where, and they'll basically have to follow their direction. So if it's... If you're like, you know, you show them your license, they're like, well, could you disarm yourself? You know, you would do that. Or, like, just keep your hands where I can see them. Okay, you do that. But I, I feel like, I don't feel like it's everybody's everybody's opinion or everybody's business, I guess is the best way to put it. I, I, I just, I don't feel like it is. Like, yes, I understand the concept of, like, if you just put it all out on Front Street, that makes more sense. And it does. It really does. But... I don't, that's not an etiquette, etiquette chivalry rule that any criminal's gonna follow. I mean, they're not gonna play by the rules. And hell, I wouldn't be surprised if some of them carry openly anyways. If it was legal, I mean, what are they gonna care? I just feel like for Which a, I guess that would be the problem then, is how would you know who has the permit and who doesn't? Like, would they go the route of like, you know, everyone can open carry and you need a license to conceal carry? I imagine it would just be a carry permit. It's really the way I, I imagine it'd be your option, it's a carry permit. Whenever asked, like, either way, if, you, if it's concealed, or obviously if it's not concealed. I mean, I imagine if a cop saw you walking with a gun visibly displayed, he'd ask for your permit and you'd give it to them and you'd move on about your day. But if you, obviously, if you don't have that permit, then you're in a world of shit. Would you, would you oppose or be for some sort of um, uh, strict regulation on types of holsters and where you could carry, whether concealed or not? Um, I would imagine, if it's going to be, I imagine what it would be, and I, I agree with this, is if you're going to open carry, it would have to be on some type of a retention holster. Which, to, I understand I'm overly gunning people out here, but retention holster is they make multiple types of holsters with some type of strap, clip, something on them that the the user, the possessor of the, of the holster has to unclip, undo, press a button, something to get, to get it to where that firearm will release from the holster so that somebody can't just walk by and snag it. Now, there aren't really any of those regulations on concealed carry because it's kind of your own thing on how you do it. There's 40 million ways and counting to conceal carry. There's, you know clips you put on the side of your gun, there's inside the waistband, outside the waistband, shoulder holsters, fucking underwear holsters, bra holsters, thigh holsters, ankle holsters, boot holsters. I haven't seen one lady once put it in a hair ribbon. I mean, seriously, the, any way you can think of to conceal it, that exists, or it will exist. So I don't really feel like that's something you can regulate as much, but as far as something that would be visibly on display... I mean, at that point, it'd be almost like how you have to have your taillights working on your vehicle, or how you'd have to... I mean, I feel like it'd just be at that point. And I imagine if you were going to open carry, and I wouldn't really be opposed to this, I would imagine if you were going to open carry, they would probably really encourage you to put your license, like, visible. I would almost think that would be something they would do. I don't know that it'd be a bad idea. 
I know one thing you're definitely, you know, completely forgetting about with the concept of open carry is, is it brings it brings into a whole new realm of fashion, See, where you could go back to the olden days and wear gun belts. See, that is one thing I would, I and this is such a this is such a gun nerd like superficial thing to me. But if open carry were legal, I would love to see what people would carry. Not not from the because all of you and I would fair that a large majority of our listening base, I would fair that y'all are gun owners or at least interested. I don't think we have a whole lot of Brady Bill supporters out there. I and maybe we do, and you're hating us right now for it. I don't know, but. I would be legitimately curious as to what people would carry. Not only when they're like, oh, I'm going to work, but what's their Sunday going to meeting meeting gun? What's their dress-up gun? I mean, I know it's such a superficial concept, but people would do it. You know that a guy, like the guy wearing the nice business suit, what's he going to do? Is he going to have, like, pearl handle grips on his 1911? I mean, what's he going to carry? I, 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 I know mean, obviously he's not going to just stick it on, you know, on some sort of thing on his belt. He's going to obviously have his whole separate belt just for this. Right, I mean, like, surely the guy are gonna have to like you know okay i carry a glock but man everybody sees it every day i want a little something on it they're gonna go put some duracoat on it maybe put their initials i mean come on like they've got to do that shit it's texas we jack our trucks up and put huge exhausts through the bed i mean though that shit's gotta happen and i honestly that's that's one of those really really minuscule non-important details that i can't wait for I want to see what people do. I do. Do you gold plate it? Like, are you gonna carry something with ridiculous scrimshaw in it? I'd love to see it. Like, I would. Would somebody be this? Like, who carry the single action? Somebody's got to carry the single action in a cross draw holster. I mean, I I would love to see that. And then the gun leathers that they would get. But this is totally me gushing. As far like I said, I'm a I'm a gun nerd. I like them all. I know there's not one I don't like. I've yet to shoot. I mean, can I, you want to go shoot? Yeah, I don't care what it is. I love them. I love every one of them. So I, this is totally my thing. But God damn, I would love to watch that. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see what people do. Walking down the street in their fancy shoulder holsters with their with the silver clips or their old west style ones slung down or yeah. Or I mean what like and imagine imagine what women would do with it. Like how amazing would that be? Like how much would they accessorize? How much could the firearm market explode and get women interested in it if they could legitimately accessorize it in a way that went with their fashion? I mean, come on. Like ladies like, so, that... so you're saying that this could possibly, you know, not only revolutionize the fashion market, but also create some sort of jobs in a new job in an industry that has never thought of it before. I think so. I think there's just an exponential amount of growth here because, I mean, it's it's taking. You, you some... would bring back a whole new art form back to America that we've lost since this modern era. I agree saying. with. That. I think it would. I think it would. I think it would push people. Like it would be okay, yeah. There's the trend thing, and you can throw that that argument at me, which I think it would be. But you're taking something that's very personal and very, you know, it's it's practical. It's practical. I, I, I get. Okay, here's a better way to put it. How practical are belts? Belts are extremely practical. Everybody wears a belt. Everybody has to have a way to keep their pants up. Or how how practical are shoes? Shoes are extremely practical because you have to cover your feet with them. But look at all the styles. Look at all the things people do with them. Well, having having a firearm carried openly, if you decided to do that, well then shoot, you're open carrying a gun, which is a, it's something that's practical. It's something that you can protect yourself with. But man, do I just want it in black? I don't know. I think I might like to do something a little snazzy. Like, you know, and I, I would love that. I, again, I don't know that I would do it as far I really don't. I don't think it's something that I would participate in. 
But man, would I like to see everybody do it. I would like to see some. I mean, and I know, I know myself. I know I'm not a chatty person. I'm not. But man, if I'm standing next to somebody and they're open carrying some sweet Colt, Colt Delta Elite in 10 millimeter or something, I've got to talk to them about it. I can't not. It's physically impossible for me. <laughs> Indeed. I know what, in a situation like this, I might co- contemplate, you know, the the idea of an old old West fancy gun belt with, you know, a nice suit on a daily basis. Class it up a bit. Show people that they don't have to be afraid of them, perhaps that they can enjoy their appearance. Some people might need, that would never own a gun or carry one might do it just to, you know, just to, to enter this new realm. See, and I think it would open it up in that way, because one, it would take it out of, it would take it out of the, like, out of the shadows a little bit, where people, if people were open carrying, it would take it out of the shadows. And then eventually, like I said, if it did catch on fashion-wise, people were like, oh, okay, well, one, it's already out and people can see it and it's legal. Like, well, you know, then more, and I'm a huge, huge believer in women carrying a firearm. In fact, I, I have not said this before on this show. I think that whenever you're born, you, like a female is born in this country, she should come with a state-issued firearm and then she should be put through like mandatory training and have to carry it. I, I think that should just be part of being a woman. Because by God, if every woman was carrying a firearm, rapes would go down exponentially. But that's another rant for another time. So, but I think it would push, I think it would push women to to see it out and or not even women just the less less familiar with people not everybody grew up in a super pro-gun house like i did not everybody did that but it would make people see it and be like oh this isn't this evil entity that is poorly represented on the movies and on the news and this isn't like you know oh hey shelly at the office carries and i'm kind of curious and maybe i can go shoot with her or maybe i'm kind of want my own and then you'd go through the you'd go through the carry permit you know, classes, which I think should be part of it. I, I mean, as much as I, if, you know, I don't see that ever going away because it is a piece of revenue for the state and I don't think they'd get rid of it. I don't think ever, I don't think it'd be one of those, you buy a gun, you can carry it thing. I just don't think that would happen as much as I'd want it to. I don't think that's something that would like legitimately practically happen. But if you went through, you went through that carry class and you decide you're going to carry it and then it's like, oh, hey, now this is something I want to do because I'm better protected. And it, I mean, in this world of pure uncertainty, isn't it? Wouldn't it be nice to be able to have like a little bit of security you can cling to? I mean, just a little something that would make you, yes, make you feel safer and make you feel a little better. No, you're probably never going to use it other than at the range. But man, you can sure move forward and feel a little better about it. Some people argue that's what the police force is for, though. Well, I mean, I could, I guess, with shit like that, I can either say, you know, whenever. Whenever seconds count, cops are only minutes away. I mean, I can throw all those trite, old, you know, pro-gun sayings at you. I can do all that shit. Or, I guess I would, my, my biggest thing I would say is, police, to me, and not even to me, the police exist to protect society. Your personal firearm exists to protect you, the person. Now, if they're, they're not able to protect, if society's, designated protectors can't do their job to protect you it's your job to take care of yourself so yes always i would always defer to the authority to the authority in that particular in that particular instance yes like if you can call the cops first call the cops don't go don't go be fucking rambo and put yourself in a stupid situation that you don't need to be in don't do that you know better than that they told you better than that at your fucking training course don't i mean you're not fucking 
you're not RoboCop. Don't go be that. I mean, doesn't that bring into that that question in, in hand? Like, wouldn't that the rise of vigil- vigilantism might spike because someone thinks that they might know better than the cops at that point? Isn't that a risk we would have to take? I think I would have to cite um, Arizona as my as my my stat or whatever. Um, they they allowed open carry five or six years ago. And there has not been any increase in crime whatsoever. There, it's not. It's not. I don't think it's. I don't think it's anything that like people that carry a firearm don't want to just decide I'm fucking Batman and I'm gonna go like solve the wrongs of the world. People that carry a firearm well, obviously not because Batman doesn't use guns. Okay, I'm fucking Deadpool and I'm gonna go solve solve the wrongs the wrongs of the world. I mean, they're not Frank Castle. They're not the Punisher. What they want to do is they want to drive to work and drive home and make sure their kids are okay at soccer practice and you know and they give their wife a kiss or their significant other or their you know whatever they want to they want to get from point A to point B as safely as possible and taken care of and that's all anybody wants and the notion that this that this is going to be you know it'll be the old west with gunfights in the street you know gunfights in the streets of America blood will run constantly you'll be neck you'll be neck deep in body parts and nobody will know what to do with the throngs of ammunition that are on the ground. Like, terror and anarchy are going to reign. That entire notion is complete misunderstanding and complete bullshit. If anything, I think the goddamn crime rate would go down. Because you see it. You see, I mean, you know, you know, you know that it's, it's easier access to a firearm. You know that the responsible people who have gone through the responsible methods and have done all the bullshit and filled out all the paperwork. I mean, think about this. Like, and you've bought a fucking gun. I know I've bought guns. Most of you out there have bought guns. Do you want to fill it? Like, you had to fill out all the fucking paperwork. Or some of you out there have a concealed carry permit right now. You had to go through the class and go through all the fucking paperwork and fill out all the shit and spend all the fucking money. Do you really want to lose that? Do you really want? Do you really want to go? Do you really want to go and decide like I'm fucking I'm fucking Punisher? I'm Captain America. I'm gonna go save the world. No, you didn't do it to do any of that. You went you went to go and do it your way and be able to take care of your own self. That's the reason you did it. That's the reason. That's the reason you went and went through all those all those methods. Or because you like to shoot. You like to shoot targets. You like to shoot deer. You like to. You know, whatever you collect, you collect weird Russian guns. I mean, whatever it is from the historical man like aspect of it, whatever it is, like you don't want to lose that. You don't want to. You don't want to smear smear other people that have that. Like good people aren't going to go out and decide. Okay, well now I have a little bit of power, or I have a I have a tool. I, I mean, everybody has a hammer. Does everybody decide they're going to go build a fucking house tomorrow? No. It sits in their garage and they use it to do whatever they do with it to break up ice in the fucking freezer or whatever they happen their particular method of use for that hammer is. Same with owning a gun. Same with carrying a gun. Same with open carrying a gun. You just have it so that you know this is here. This is my tool that I'm going to use in the way that I deem necessary at the proper time. I'm not going to go solve the problems of the world so, so basically the defense is is that anybody that would misuse it wouldn't want to go through all the the paperwork required to get it in the first place pretty much i mean it's a it's a bunch of fucking bullshit to get one it's a lot of work it's a lot of paperwork it's background check. i mean it's it's a lot of shit to do one i mean it, it is so why would you want to lose that why would you want to i mean 
At a gun show, you can get a gun pretty quickly, though. In fact, that's where I get all mine. I mean, in this state, yes, and that's one of those things that's slowly closing, and I think that probably will, you know, and I'm not going to get into the do I agree or disagree with should that be right or wrong, but that's one of those things that is slowly closing, but I maintain, I don't think a whole lot of fucking criminals decide to go to a gun show and buy a gun that way, because not there's not a whole lot of... There's not a whole lot of people that are going to even do Like here, for instance, in Austin, at the gun shows, they don't do, like, most of the dealers, actually, I think every dealer I've ever bought anything from a gun show or heard about still does a background check. They still make you fill out the forms, even though it's Texas and even though even though we have the gun show thing in this state. Or you can sell, I mean, I know you can sell individual to individual. I've done that several times, but I don't think anybody's going to, anybody that's just going to go and do something stupid with a firearm I mean, they're not, I mean, fuck, a guy that's going to steal a car isn't going to go down to Hertz rent a car and fill out the paperwork and, I mean, or they're not going to buy a car and do, you know, register it by the, they're not going to do that, they're just going to take it. So in, in a more carry-friendly society, would you want stricter registration on guns? No, I don't think that, I don't really think that that's the answer. I think... Where you could get them, but you have to go through a lot longer waiting period? No, or... I'm not really a big fan of the waiting period either. I think, realistically... If it were a carry, if it were a carry state, an open carry state, I think that there, I cannot see practically, realistically, or reasonably them getting rid of the revenue stream that would be the carry permit, which was now your concealed carry, your concealed handgun license. I think would turn into a handgun license or something. I think that would still exist. I think they would retool the training. I think they would retool what is, would be, you know, what would be mandatory as far as your qualifications, and you know, I think that would change. I really do. And I think that's a fair estimate. I think that's fair to let to leave that how it is, so that people, so that people are that are going to go and do this type, that are going to go and carry openly, or going to carry, are going to carry a handgun. I guess they know the proper training and terminology and that sort of thing. I, I think that's a fair, fair thing to ask, just because it is an existing law. I don't think there's any way I could ever ever advocate for a stricter law as far as this, or another law. I don't, I mean, I don't think that's the answer. I think just using what you already have in place works. And you touched on it a bit before, but I wanted to bring it up as well. Would you want to see some sort of maybe badge that a person that was open carrying would have to pin to their, some place on their body that's visible that indicates that they did go through the class? Um. In, In a way to, you know, determine who had, because, you know, one, they're already showing the fact they have a gun, so obviously they're not trying to hide the fact that they have one. But with some sort of badge or permit or pin, that would then indicate to others that they have completed it and are not a a hoodlum. I don't know that I'd be opposed to it, but I don't know that it should necessarily be mandatory either. I I feel like it's one of those things that as as it came and people started to figure out, you know, because all this shit would go up for a vote. Like, they would have the initial and it would go for a vote and it would get retooled and retooled and and as people that were involved with it decided what worked and didn't work. Um, the biggest problem I would see is if you actually had to, like, say, say you had to have a, you know, like a card sleeve or something on your, on your firearm or on your, on your holster. I could definitely see that being a really bad cause as far as, like, identity theft, so I don't know that that's necessarily a good idea. And I don't know, I mean, the badge system, that stuff, I see it, I understand it, but I would also think that maybe... Just carry it, making sure you had your proper permit on you, I think is sufficient. Because, I mean, I would, I would imagine it would be something like, say, say it was a traffic stop, or not even a traffic stop, like say you're bebopping down the road, and 
you know, a cop would, you know, a cop would walk by you and just be like, hey, do you have a permit for that? And I think it would be simple as simple as like, yes, officer, I'm going to reach for my permit now. And you'd be like, okay. And obviously, if you're doing, you just do your best to not touch your gun. You grab your, you grab your shit, you show it to him. And he's like, all right, thanks. Have a good day. And you move on. I, I just, I don't think it would be an issue. I, but I, like I said, I don't know that I'd really. Either way, I don't know that it's necessary. I mean, I think I think you have to carry like now with the CHL holder. I think you have. I mean, you have to carry that on you. But I don't know that it's. I don't know that a badge system would help or hurt anything. I mean, if it made people feel better, I, I would feel like that might be a concession that might have to be made if it would make people feel better for you to do it. But I, I don't. I don't think it's necessary. And I, like I said, I wouldn't really oppose or. I wouldn't really advocate for or against it. Also, what about what about the concept of like a gun check system then that certain establishments might have? See, this this gets into this gets into something a little different to me. Okay, so right now, as far as and we've all seen them. Whenever you're walking up to a, to a store, there'll be like the unlicensed possession of a firearm on these premises is uh, permissible for up to ten years in prison or something like that. And then there's also the one that's three dot oh six, which is like the licensed carrying of a handgun in this establishment uh, is basically not allowed or you know an establishment that 51 percent of all sales are alcohol consumed on the premises those aren't they're not allowed in there I think those rules would stay but I also think that an establishment should certainly have the right I mean if they can make allow you to not to not, not smoke in their establishment or not breastfeed in their establishment or whatever, I think they should certainly have the right to be like, hey, we, you know, no displaying of firearms in our store. Now, where it would get tricky is I think a new law would have to be, or the 3 auto 6 law would have to be retweaked so that those businesses would have some legal stance. But I don't think it's an unnecessary store policy because it should be theirs. I mean, you know, we... If I mean, just if someone was like, if you have it, great. We don't want to see it. I mean, I don't think that's an unnecessary an unnecessary request because if they don't want you in there and they don't, I mean, it's their store. You walked into their store. I mean, you can open carry everywhere, but their place. I don't think that's an unreasonable request. I, I really don't. But then we start, you know, trampling on the individual's rights once again. So which is better, the the rights of the many that may, you know, patronize their store or the, the right to the store owner to be against it? I'm generally always, and I think it's been pretty well established, I'm almost always going to side with the business owner because it's their business, their money got it there. They should be allowed to do, to run their business rightly or wrongly the way that they feel. So if they decide we don't want you to open carry in our store, please don't open carry in here, and... Maybe not even from a legal ramification. It's just like, please don't open carry in our store. We'd like you to leave now. And you leave, you know, you can get all pissed off. Yes, obviously they're going to lose that segment or that group of people that go, that people that uh, would frequent that store. They would lose those hoorah Second Amendment guys. They, they're the guys that want to open carry or like, you know, op- open carry Otis and his buddies or whatever. Like those guys probably wouldn't go back to that store and shop. But I don't think that that right should be impeded, like, you know, oh, by God, you got to suck it up and deal with it. I mean, I know we do that anyways in this country. Like, the business owners seem to have no rights on whatever they want to do. But I, I, I have a hard time with that because it's their space. And if they don't want you... I equate it very similarly to... And I, I guess the best way I can equate it to is, is this. And I don't know if... I mean, I'm not trying to, like, put myself up as, like, the shining Harkin 
of how things are done or whatever. But okay, whenever whenever I went to whenever I drove to Amarillo with Madison, obviously we're driving. We carry a fucking handgun across the across the state. We're gonna. It's one of those things you do. And so anyway, whenever whenever we get got to Brent and Brandy's house, I don't want to keep it in my car. I don't want to keep it there. I'm not really cool with that because it's out of my control. I went. I went in. Like it's Brent's house. I'm staying at Brent's house. I'm. Not, I'm not at mine anymore. And I walked in. I was like, "Hey, dude. I have like I have this. Can I keep it in the bedroom?" And he's like, "Well, just because the kids around, we're gonna have people around. Can I put it? I'm gonna put it in my safe. Is that cool with you? Fine with me. Your house. Your rules. However you want to do it. That's fine. And I'm cool with that. And I think it's the same way with a business. Like you know, it's your house. It's your rules. Now, what about strange people out there that? See, this is like, well, what about us? Shouldn't we be allowed to carry swords in public then? Or they wish to, to march with their spear. How do you feel about that? I would think that, that those people that are involved in, like, the spear carriers of America or, like, double-edged enthusiasts or... The saber rattlers? All those guys, yes. Like, those guys, I think yes. their job would just be to push their particular desire or whatever and try and get that passed. I mean, I feel like that's one of those things that if that's what you really want to do and you can get it legal, then it should be legal. And I, I just Because some would argue that, that it would be less of a threat to public safety and, and well, to, to carry some sort of old-fashioned edged weapon openly. I mean, I guess I'd have to refer back to practicality a little bit as far as, I mean... Um, like, the most effective means of defense is a firearm. Now, there was a time when the most effective means of defense was a broadsword, or was was a spear, or was a mace, or, you know, whatever. What if they wish to carry a crossbow, which is right in the middle of these two? <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I think if you could go through and go and get that sort of thing passed, I should be fine. I don't see a problem with any you, of that. Do you think a crossbow should should consider underneath the carry law? Because it is a weapon that fires a projectile on command. With an open carry thing passed, could you carry your crossbow? I think that now, and if we're going off of my opinion, I think now you should be allowed to carry your bow or crossbow or your fucking broadsword and your kilt or whatever the fuck you want to do, I think you should be allowed to do that right now. Granted, again, I don't know how big of a pain in the ass that's going to be to get in your car wearing, wearing your fucking Claymore, but if you're going to do it, or if you want to do it, fine. I, I just, I don't see it being a problem. Now, granted, I'm going to make fun of you. I'm not even going to act like I'm not going to make fun of you if you're carrying your fucking scimitar in front of me, you know, while while I'm, on, I'm waiting to go to the bathroom. I'm going to make fun of you. But it should be all within your rights to do that. What if you carried both? What if you saw me pimp in with my nice hat and my nice suit with a saber on one side and a revolver on the other? Would you say that that's a man that's prepared for all situations? Um. Or, or is just taking this one step too far? I'd make fun of you, but I don't think I could, you know. What if I looked really cool? I don't know. If you had a nice gun, I'd compliment it. But, I mean, honestly, I don't see... Again, it's it's all what do you think's necessary or whatever. What like... if I fashioned a gun into a sword? <laughs> Could Squall walk around in this environment is what I'm asking. I don't see where that'd be a problem. Honestly, I, I really don't. I don't see where it'd be a big deal other than if, you know, you'd have to be aware of your muzzle blade. Um, but, again, I, I just... I don't think any of that's an issue. I, I mean, if it's... It's one of those things that you want to do. I think it should be completely fucking legal, and you should be able to do that, and that should be fine, and it shouldn't affect anything. But 
you know, whatever. That's kind of one of those other things that people... I mean, if you want to heft around your battle axe while, you know, while you're at AutoZone, I mean, okay, be that guy. Who cares? I see. But what if with that it brings in a whole new realm of modern medieval weaponry? What if this is what if this is the law that needs to be passed for you to get a lightsaber, Cody? Well, then I guess that I'm writing my congressman immediately. Are you saying you would like a more elegant weapon for a more civilized age? No, what I'm honestly saying, and I've said this a million times, is what I want more than anything is I want laser guns to hurry the fuck up so that As do I. so that people will leave like the firearms that I like alone because nobody considers a cap and ball firearm or something that was a flintlock a threat really anymore that's just kind of a novelty thing that exists in the world or a sling nobody's like yeah okay whatever I really, really wish that laser guns would be a practical thing so that I could enjoy the things that I enjoy and people could bitch about, you know, laser, high-powered laser guns and leave the stuff I like alone. That's, if I get to pick my big wish, that's my big wish. Now, you're missing the other side of this, though. What if it goes the exact opposite way with the in- invention of laser guns? Because they have the option then to be diminished in power. They can be set on stun, as it were, and a regular firearm cannot be. So then they regular firearms are then banned permanently because there is a better way now. Well, they didn't ban, I guess my counter to that is they didn't ban cannons and they didn't ban broadswords. Well, but those, but there hasn't been that big difference in between the two. There's a big difference Whereas... between a broadsword and a firearm. Yes, but I guess as as we just stated, you can't walk around with your broadsword, or can you? I don't know, actually. I actually don't think you can. I, I this, this is unless this you're is a not anything I researched for. I researched strictly for firearms and open carry. Broadsword carry, I'm unfamiliar with. Now, if you are a mem- member of the Bladed Brotherhood and you know the status of, or would like to change the status of, like mace carrying and battle axe carrying in this country, please send us send us an email and tell us all about it. Yes, all you steampunkers out there, let us know. <laughs> I guess you're technically okay because I guess flintlocks are pretty steampunk. And the laws favor you in that regard. But, yes, I mean, that'd be my one concern would be is that once we have a less than lethal firearm option, then more lethal ones might be even more restricted. I guess I'll cross that bridge when it comes. Indeed. Will, do you have any closing arguments you would like to make or statements about this issue? I I guess the biggest thing I can say, and I've pretty much alluded to this multiple times in this and in other places, but... If you, not even with this going to really go more towards Second Amendment shit, but just in general, if you believe in the Second Amendment, or you are, or if you like guns, you like firearms, all that stuff, if you're into it, don't be that guy with the gun. Don't be that irresponsible asshole. Don't ruin it for the rest of us. You have to be a step above everybody else. You need to be the most professional, the safest, the most conscious the most informative, the least pushy person you can be so that somebody will see it and be like, oh, wow, that guy likes guns. I know he likes guns. I've gone and shot with that guy with guns. I know he's safe with guns, and he's okay. And that's the way that you get... That's the way you get people to agree... Not even agree with, not even come over to your side, to leave your side alone a little bit. Because, wow, you're not all bad. You're not crazy. You're you're not reading guns and ammo while masturbating and cutting yourself. You're not you're not that guy. You're not this horrible fiend that was somehow displayed. So be that person. Be responsible. Be smart with it. Don't don't take your fucking AR to a goddamn open carry rally even if you believe in open carry. Don't be that person. 
think about it from the aspect of everybody else. Just because you think you're changing the world doesn't necessarily mean you're benefiting the collective good of it. So, and that's more than just this. In general, with your fucking cause or whatever, be smart about it. Be better than the people that detract from you with it. Don't put out a bunch of bullshit. Just be smarter. Thank you, Cody Jeems. Truer words have never been spoken. And this concludes this BS News Network special report. Join us next week, would you? Same time, same shenanigans. This is your podcast correspondent, Ryan Brewer. Who knows that all the lights on Broadway are never as bright as the candle in the window when you come home. And that's the way it is. We're in touch, so you'll be in touch. That's a part of our world. And now you know the rest of the story. And so it goes. That's the news, and I'm out of here. Till next time, take care of yourself and each other. Good night and good news. Courage. Peace. Good God, what are you doing? Put that down. Try something with more protein. I always use bspodcast.us or facebook.com slash or on our iTunes feed. Now, why did I have my top off for this? Could never, you can never pause awkwardly for, you know, long, um, stuff. You can fail awkwardly. <laughs> was it awkward or was it spectacular? <laughs> blurring that line here at Borgia Blurring the line between awkward and spectacular. <laughs> about, uh, do you want that or can I use that in a second? And now I bring you this week's bonus segment, The Strange Noises of Cody Jeems.